Welcome back to Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. Later, we'll check in with the Missouri American Red Cross, and we'll tell you about a big book sale taking place in St. Louis uh, this Saturday, as a matter of fact. Missouri hopes to up its game to help more foster children get adopted. We'll have that story. But first, transitional welfare reform is set to become a law here at the end of the month. Anthony Morbeth is with Republican Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman. Transitional welfare benefits. Would that be an appropriate way to better understand this? Yeah, absolutely. So help me understand what this does. It helps someone out of their monthly out if their monthly income has exceeded the maximum allowable income program eligibility, I think. Right. Yeah, that's right. So the war on poverty has been going on for almost 60 years. Lyndon B. Johnson first brought this war on poverty out in 1964 in his State of the Union address. And since that time, we have created a system in place that often encourages dependency rather than independence. And I think it's coming from a place that has been well-meaning, but has just failed. And so this is a massive leap forward in reforming the welfare system to make sure that people are given a pathway out of poverty rather than incentivizing them to stay in it. So what this bill is going to do is it's going to say that if you make $1 more and you're already on the program, you don't lose all of your benefits. Now, the reason why that is fiscally conservative and so important is because the SNAP benefits, which are you and I would probably call food stamps, um, or the child care benefits mean that if you earn just a single dollar over what is allowed, then you lose all of your benefit. What that looks like for a single mom with two kids in the city of St. Louis is if she earns $27,000 um, and $27,001 and instead of $27,000 in a year, she'll lose about $9,300 in child care benefits. Well, there's no way she's going to risk doing that because by taking a job that has a $1 raise or, as we've seen with the increased minimum wage, big box stores increasing their, their bottom salary, we see people turning down extra hours. We see people not willing to bet on themselves and starting a new job. So if you're already on the program and you earn $1 more, what happens is we're going to decrease the amount of benefit you receive in certain bands, so 80%, 60%, until finally you're off of the system. And it's going to save taxpayer dollars because we're reducing the benefit that you're receiving, but we're incentivizing you to keep working your way out of poverty because you're not losing all of the benefit immediately. You're given a pathway out, right? And so this is a, a bipartisan effort that has been pushed for really quite a long time, and it's a massive win for the state of Missouri. And so it's going to result in taxpayer savings, but more importantly, the dignity of work and letting people be able to earn their way out of poverty instead of feeling like they're trapped. I like how you said that. So transitional benefits, or to put it another way, TANF, Temporary Assistance for Needy Families. And I think that that's important because the key word is temporary. Yeah, and if you can't if you can't uh, earn more money, people when when the government does the um, the thing that doesn't make sense, what's going to happen is people are going to do the thing that does make sense for them, and we're aligning the interests of the taxpayer and the dignity of work for the person who finds themselves needing assistance, and so. 
Um, I think it's a win-win. I'm really excited, and I can't wait for the governor to implement this immediately. And I hope that the Department of Social Services does so very quickly. We're talking with Republican Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman on Show Me Today, focusing on her bill or provisions that will then become law at the end of August, self-sufficiency and financial stability welfare reform signed into law back in July. So, uh, Senator, really quick, this was an initiative added to Senate Bill 45 and 106, which were then both signed into law. Do I have that right? Yeah, that's right. So those were um, two really big packages of bills that had a number of other provisions. And um, the pieces that we're talking about were just one part of both of those bills. Help me understand, uh, making this easier, getting rid of government red tape, simplifying the process. Do I have that right? Yeah. The other part of the provisions that I had filed that made it into that bill is saying, we want to make sure that anybody who qualifies for benefits is able to get the benefits that they qualify and nobody who isn't, right? So we want to make sure that verification and eligibility requirements are met and that people know when they have to reapply to be able to access those benefits. Um, And then we want to make sure that if you don't qualify for the benefits, you're not receiving them. That's important for the taxpayer that we're preserving those assets of the state and returning hopefully the money that's left over to the taxpayer. So it's simplifying the application process and it's standardizing the renewal process so that if you don't fill out the paperwork to to uh, maintain your benefits, you lose the benefits, right? It's important for taxpayers to make sure that only the people who qualify are receiving those benefits. So um, this should result in an easier process for those who do qualify and an easier process for the state to verify who doesn't. And in the midst of all of this, being able to work your way out of dependency, I think, is key as well. Yeah, they're going to work hand in hand. So if this bill works the way that it should work, what we're going to see is actually a reduced number of people who are on state benefits. And in fact, one of the key pieces of the provision that said that you have to recertify eligibility is already working. We had 11,000 Missourians removed from the Medicaid um, rolls just in the last few months because they are no longer eligible for that. And that's good news, right? We want people to be in a position of independence now. I think sometimes things get spun as though dropping people from the roles of welfare system is bad. But no, that's great. It means they no longer qualify. They don't need that welfare safety net anymore. They have found a path to independence, which is so important for all of us. Before we continue on in the discussion, if you're tuning in late or if you want to hear more, subscribe to Show Me Today on Apple or Google Podcasts, wherever it is you get your podcasts. Type in Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. Click like, subscribe, and make sure you download and take us with you wherever you go on the go. So, Senator, is this a good starting point? Does it go far enough? Yeah, so this is a huge starting point, and I'm so excited Uh, that we are able to make that progress. Um, It has been something that people have been working on for many, many years. Um, So I can't wait to see as we're continuing to make sure that people have a path to independence. And I think a good final question to ask here is this becomes law at the end of the month, end of August. So is it a simple flip of a switch? Is there sort of a transition period? Anything. Yeah, I wish there was anything that was simple in life. Unfortunately, uh, it's going to be dependent on the administration to 
codify these rules and uh, you know make rules off of the state statute and then implement them. And so I'm looking forward to the Department of Social Services and Governor Parson implementing this new law as quickly as possible. And obviously, depending on how this transition and how this program works, potentially making tweaks to it in the upcoming state legislative session as well. That's right. We'll continue to push to reform our welfare system to get people out of dependency on the system and to create tax savings for the taxpayer. And this is Republican Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman of Arnold focusing on her bill that will become law at the end of this month, her self-sufficiency and financial stability welfare reform. It was signed into law back July the 6th. And additionally, one thing I wanted to mention, uh, these were initiatives added to Senate Bill 45 and Senate Bill 106, both of which were signed into law. So if you want to find out more information, go to senate.mo.gov and type in and look up Senate Bills 45 and 106. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.